Hey everybody, welcome into episode 25 of the Fill My Heart podcast. My name is Drew Absher and I am sans Parker Newman today. Parker is suffering, uh, well, from Vertigo and that's the song we came into, uh, Vertigo by U2. It sucks that in order to mock Parker's illness, I had to use the worst U2 song ever made. Uh, that's a kind of a bummer, but, uh, anyway, I have, uh, Former guest and uh, fan favorite of the podcast, Benton Harshaw, sitting in with me. Benton, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Uh, yeah, thanks for filling in. Uh, Benton and I, you know, we'll, we'll plug it at the end, but we're we're also doing a show together and yeah, uh, yeah. hanging out, hanging out, doing stuff for that. So yeah, um, and I'm just moving on to conquer all your other projects. Yeah, just slowly yeah, it, easing in. You know, if you weren't challenging me for good looks, uh, you would <laughs> definitely replace Parker. I got to keep him here to keep my own ego through the roof. Oh, I would have a very attractive box figure. Evan <laughs> yeah. would make me one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just taller and skinnier than mine. And no. I'm like, God damn it, Evan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's ironic. He would make it taller. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's not yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, thanks for coming in, man. Yeah, yeah. no, it was really uh, fun. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Going pretty good. I like uh, I like, I like, like being on this podcast a lot. It's weird to ask the person I'm hosting with, how's it going, and hear pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just... Uh, uh. There you go. Do a Parker. Yeah, you have to do a Parker impression the entire episode. Life's woes are torn. <laughs> that's too eloquent yeah that's got fucking shitty man yeah oh my god gosh. i miss parker I parker my, if you're know. listening parker if you're listening to this seek help you know it's you're not supposed to have vertigo this long i should have been telling you this in person but uh i miss you buddy uh yeah. you got to get better uh and for the fans at home that always write in and go uh is there any way we can get the podcast without parker no <laughs> parker will be the co-host of this podcast until one of us dies and to all my fans i appreciate you sending those emails <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah we tried to get other co-hosts but you know everyone else was booked and i was like benton wouldn't be booked on a saturday night yeah, uh, i mean we were also hanging out I <laughs> <laughs> well i was booked i had yeah, this to do it's true yeah we weren't going and supporting our friend at another venue at yeah, all yeah no 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 ne- never doing that yeah uh well yeah thanks for coming in buddy yeah, it was um, really, yeah. dude you actually are pretty requested as uh one of the the favorite guests we've had. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, my sister always says that you're her favorite guest. No, no offense to all the other guests. None of them listen to the podcast. They all just come in and do it. But if they are listening by chance, no offense. Step uh, up your game, motherfuckers. Yeah, dude. There's so I feel bad though because like there's so many comedians I eventually want to get on here and. Then I was like, ah, but Benton. I'll just, yeah. I'll just fall back on Benton and ask yeah. him. Yeah, I mean, Theo was busy. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Dan. Kevin Hart, he replied, but I forgot to text him back in time, and he had stuff come up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, John. I mean, I know. I know John who? Not Mulaney. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I have John Mulaney on the podcast oh, right now, Oh, shut your actually. fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going right. to say so many cuss words just to <laughs> distance myself. <laughs> yeah, you got to start turning dirty. Yeah. Um, well, dude, I mean, thanks for coming on. I think that I said it correctly at the top. This is episode 25, which is pretty crazy um, for me, at least. I, I just never thought that it would ever last this long. <laughs> I never. And we talked about it on like episode 14, I think. But like, I'll say it again. It is just crazy because Parker and I didn't know if we were going to do this weekly or monthly. Mm-hmm. And so like doing it weekly, we got to episode 25 in less than six months or whatever yeah it doesn't it feels like just yesterday you guys were at temple like pitching this idea to yeah me. like yeah. that's a very vivid memory i have but like we always talk about like if we had done it monthly 
Episode 25 would be two years in. Yeah. And, like, that doesn't make any sense mentally. Like, there's no way that we could have done this monthly. Like, it, it felt, it feels necessary to my life now. So, uh, for all the people listening at home, I really appreciate you. Uh, we're very lucky that we've made it 25 episode or 24 episodes without one of us missing one. It's been quite a journey, honestly. Um, and, you know, we're, we're getting, the numbers are only growing. So, thank you for listening. Thank you for, supporting us thank you for throwing our names out there for everything i want to get that out at the top because i feel like no one listens to the end of the podcast anyway <laughs> let's get into the, some clips dude so today we're watching um geez i don't even know what the episode number is oh here we go here's imdb uh this is season 16 episode 123 uh this is called my wife claims she's allergic to everything including having sex with me jesus this show's been going since 2002 oh yeah buddy Man. Dr. Phil's not even running out of steam. He's on its break right now, but when episode 18 or season 18 starts, Fuck. I expect full McGraw. Because here's the thing, and here's the problem with it, is I'm starting to notice that a lot of the episodes are like, like uh, my my wife wants a DNA test or a, a a lie detector test to prove I'm not cheating oh. on her. And I'm like, oh, we are going down Jerry Springer yeah, Road. Yeah, no, we're getting to Maury. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like turning into Maury. And I don't know if that's like they have a like a quota of those to like, because those are the ratings getters. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like I the, mean, paternity tests are the best. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And like, because those are ratings getters, I'm sure there's some kind of quota that the producers are like, all right, Dr. Phil, we got to do eight of these a season to get, you know, to get the viewership back. And then we Dr. Can, Phil's like, well, I, I thought we'd only be doing it monthly when we started. And then we just started doing it every week. First off, don't mock me. And second off, uh, you have to do a Dr. Phil okay, impression. Do, okay. That's what the people come here for, Ben. All right, the Dr. Phil. All right, I got it. Uh, thank you, Robin. That was uh, it? I'm from the South. This You're is from real, Kentucky. Uh, yeah, that's this what is you embarrassing. You can't, you can't give me a little bit of twang? little bit of twang like that okay that's, All right, better. that's better you're getting there it's All not right. great I'm killing this audition yeah it's not Hurry up and die parker it's not my <laughs> jesus parker don't listen to him don't die Park, i don't think you know how much control parker has over that right now <laughs> <laughs> um, let's watch the first clip of the episode uh man claims wife is allergic to everything including having sex with him uh i feel bad for this guy let's check it out my wife's obsessive behavior is destroying our relationship. Debbie claims that she's allergic to almost everything. She won't touch money. Her credit card is in a jar full of water. All right, so she... <laughs> uh, it's funny because I've seen these clips, so I know why uh, she says that she's like allergic to everything. Like, There's rhyme and reason to it, but it is just funny that he's like, she says she's allergic to everything, like money. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, that's a shitty thing to be allergic to, but she does have her credit card in what looks like an old animal crackers container, <laughs> and then inside of a mason jar inside that animal crackers container, and then it looks like a David Blaine magic trick that she yeah. set up. Also, I like it when he said, like, he's allergic to money. Like, like that's something that a 19-year-old Bernie bro would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like an Occupy Wall Street. Yeah, I keep my credit card far away. <laughs> yeah. Actually, they're gift cards. I put them in the jar, and that's how I keep them clean. We're in her backyard. This is my door. She won't use it, and it's the only one I can use. I'm contaminated to my wife. I'm not allowed. <laughs> Here you there, brother. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a separate entrance to the house than her. What? Yeah, he's got like a hobbit hole. 
No, it's just another door on the other side of the living room. What the? F- yeah, what? it's very bizarre. I mean, obviously, everything in this episode is bizarre. Oh, I should say this. Uh, the reason I chose this episode is it's not your normal this lady's crazy episode, and it gets into it, but like, just I just want you to keep in mind that anything we say is not mocking this woman for mental illness. Like she's got she's a little bit kooky, but she's definitely not wrong. So just a heads up on that. Uh, it's just worth saying. How to cook in my own house? I have one plate, two forks, <laughs> one knife, and one spoon, and the dishwasher. Those are what I use to eat on every evening. Debbie washes everything in the pool. Then she'll take it out. <laughs> She's putting dishes in the pool. There's to something about seeing. Them. There's something about seeing just like a plate in, in a like suburban swimming pool. Yeah, the, the best part too is she says she's allergic to everything, but the pool is full of leaves. So that and is shit. a filthy pool. Yeah, and so she's like. Ah, I can't do, touch this because my husband ate off of it. Let me go put it in the cesspool. Yeah, it looks like they just filmed it. Project X. <laughs> <laughs> Rinse it off. Just like you were washing dishes. And then put it into the dishwasher. The biggest problem is the air conditioner. In her room, Debbie's vents are all taped shut. This is a brand new air conditioner. It has a light that's supposed to kill 98, 99% of all allergens. During the winter, she sleeps in the living room. This is where she sits and sleeps. Um, that's just bad roommate under. etiquette. Yeah, I know. What a bitch. Yeah, man, only only assholes would ever do that. Yeah. He's trying to be a romantic husband and like carry her to her room, but then he just gives her an allergic reaction. <laughs> Sheets. So you should always show me what you're talking about. Oh, no, about. no, no, no. He's not allowed to touch that. Uh-uh. He cannot touch that. Can, can you show while and he I, tells? I, I can't. Once I put that sheet on there like that, I can't lift that up and and because it'll, it'll... Okay, so just for some context, there's a, a, a sheet and a pillow on the couch, and he wanted... The producer asked if he could show what the underneath looks like, that why she can't touch it. And then she's like, no, absolutely not. And then the producer's like, can you show me? And then this is what she says. Upset all the allergens and the that's underneath there, so I can't. I can't wash clothes in my own house. I actually use my son's washer and dryer. <laughs> he has to go to his kid's house to wash his clothes. Usually it's the other way around. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? It's so fucking strange it's- that like... It's so weird because I, I mean, I keep telling you I'm watching, I just watched Chernobyl, Mm -hmm. like the thing about it. Yeah. And the whole, like the whole, like the last two episodes of Chernobyl are them cleaning up the like radioactive gunk. And it looks like, it's like this, like they're just cleaning and covering everything. Yeah. So I'm very much like, oh, of course she's doing it. There's radioactive stuff everywhere. It's going to turn into a mozzarella ball. Well, well, and how privileged are, is she and all of us that like there's people dying of malaria because they have to like, or you know, they're dying of illnesses from like, uh, like toxic meat because yeah. they're doing anything for food. And she's like, "No, I can't sleep exactly. in my the room." The only thing, the only thing she's dying of is are those bangs. Oh, oh. boy, Benton. Okay, Benton, buddy. Wait, do we have to just? Oh, do we describe them later? Let, let me, let me, uh, let me talk to you real quick, um, dude. Uh, this is a not a uh, visual medium. It's all audio. So you referencing her bangs. Okay, gotcha. 
we'll cut this. Part she out. looks like a truck stop. Uh, oh boy. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> a truck say, stop. A truck stop. She just bags. looks like a truck stop. A too. truck stop. Just what a kind truck of trucks? Like what kind nothing. of trucks? There were no other nouns. <laughs> you weren't going to call her a <laughs> nope. A lady of the evening? No, possibly not at all. Okay. I was. I wasn't at all going to say like if Miley Cyrus didn't work out. Oh, not at, wasn't at all going to okay. say that. I was going to call her a truck stop whore. Okay. Okay. That's so <laughs> I'm allowed. I'm allowed to do that. Uh, yeah, she is very trashy looking. She has huge hoop earrings. Um, blonde at the top. It's a blonde to what I can only describe as a uh, strawberry Kool-Aid ombre haircut. <laughs> and then she's also got uh, like curly hair like Mike Wazowski's girlfriend from Monsters <laughs> Inc. Uh, yeah, she's a mess looking. Uh, let's get back into it. that Just about everything around her has the potential to cause her pain. There's her bedroom. She doesn't want me touching it or anything. And well, so. no, you've all been in another room, and I know it's going to cause me a problem because he's been in another room. Debbie is essentially allergic to everything, including having sex with me. 2017, I think we had sex four times. Debbie. All right, well, quit bragging. Yeah, come on. <laughs> That's, that's once a, that's every a, quarter. That's a better year than I've had, asshole. Yeah. yeah. That's like, uh, he's on, he's on a sex schedule, like a businesses for like, uh, quarterly meetings. <laughs> <laughs> he has to bring bar, bar graphs in. He's like, <laughs> we have to meet our quota. All right. Here's my favorite part of the whole thing. So, uh, we'll meet him later on, but, uh, the, the husband has two kids. At, this is like their stepmom. But one of them is on the show with him. We'll meet him in a second. But one of them looks like Justin Timberlake with the face blurred out. Like he doesn't want to be a part of the show. So they blurred out his face. But he looks just like Justin Timberlake. Uh, you know, uh, hey, Drew, quick conversation. This is a yeah, yeah. visual, this is an audio medium. No, he does look like Justin Timberlake. Okay. Okay. Benton, seriously, you're going to have to stop mocking me. Okay. okay? All right. You're going to have to. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do this to the best of my ability without okay. Parker here. Okay. It's tough for me emotionally. Okay. So be kind. Okay. okay. Anyway, like- yeah. So Justin Timberlake, he looks just <laughs> like him. It's crazy. I've had an effect on both of her sons. Our oldest son lives right next door, but will only come over if he absolutely has to. My mom's behavior is just bizarre and it's just aggravating to deal oh, with. Maybe, maybe it's not stepchild. Maybe that's just because he said my mom. So Yeah, no, I think that's the kid. I thought I heard somewhere that it was step. It's making my dad. I don't know why I, hit, why I said somewhere. Like I was like, it was on the street. Someone <laughs> told me. No, it was in one of the clips. But anyway. It's life complete hell. I know my father doesn't want to be around her. I don't want to be around her. We've been to 28 doctors. Cat scans, MRIs, blood tests, allergy tests, skin- HIV tests, everything. <laughs> <laughs> he also thinks she might be a truck stop. Vertigo board. test. Skin <laughs> test. Her last skin test, she had 78 pricks. Every single one of them came up negative for allergy. And 79 if you count me at home. Ayo, folks. <laughs> boom, boom. Finger guns. Everyone gets one. Debbie is overly medicated. She's been on hydrocodone for over a year and a half now. Jesus. She's lost her. That's pretty dope, actually. Yeah, that's pretty cool. She's, pretty She's a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> she sips lean all the time. Uh, She's on that gin and juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're showing a picture of her, what she looks like when she has allergies. She does look swollen. She I mean, was, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, she looked kind of like a peasanty. Oh, that's a good way of putting it. I was yeah. going to say, like, she's got like, she's got, uh, that thing that happens to your skin when it, like, gets swollen is it, like, produces a lot of oils. Yeah. But she almost just looks like, like a pimply teenager. Yeah. 
or like yeah she like it's almost got like burn victim look to it a little bit it's weird it looks it's like when you put on uh like those pe- people do chemical peels yeah that's they, they kind tr- of what it they, looks like they yeah. even out their skin and then it leaves it all red right right like, right it's like raw yeah because they bend back like the uh, the sebum glands <laughs> Yeah, they they peel it back and they have to regenerate, so it looks all. Like, Thank you for dropping the scientific terms. <laughs> I, I, uh, hey, it's me, Benton Harshaw, UT Davis College student. Oh, shut uh, up. <laughs> her hair had teeth issues. Her feet were so swollen you couldn't even get booty socks on. I'm totally. He's like, I couldn't. I couldn't even get booty socks on her. If you know what I mean. <laughs> nice pause. Up, things have got to change. Yeah, so that was clip number one. Man claims wife is allergic to everything, including having sex with him. I don't like how they kind of gloss over the having sex with him part. Yeah, they really kind of. I feel like he wanted them. He wanted to be on the show for a very specific reason. To yeah, start getting laid again. Yeah, he's and like Doctor Phil's. Like, look how crazy this lady is. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I know, but um, did you hear the part where I said she won't fuck me anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I know about the allergic stuff. I know it's crazy, but specifically the part where she said she won't have sex. That's wildly <laughs> insane, right? Uh, yeah, so let's get to clip number two. Uh, what it's like for a woman who claims she's allergic to almost everything to pack for a trip and travel. Oof. I am packing for my trip. I've only flown once in the past four years. It's a daunting thought when I think about what I'm going to have to do. Instead of a suitcase, Debbie's opted for this setup for this trip. The big Whoa. tub here, it'll be the outer shell. Then she's got the middle tub here, which she will then put all of these little compartment ones inside this tub, which will then go inside that tub. Isn't that insane? She's like, it's it looks like a kid's toy chest. Yeah, like yeah. So th- she's got like one of those like huge fifty gallon storage tubs, uh, and then she's just got like it's like a Russian nesting doll. It's a Chernobyl nesting doll. Yeah, that's what Chernobyl. it is. <laughs> it's she's like packing in all this shit into different containers and then putting them in a larger container and then that into a larger container and then that into a larger container and then shipping that to L.A. Huh. Yeah, it's crazy. It's wild. And dude, they like this. My favorite part about this episode is most of it doesn't take place in the Dr. Phil studio. Most of it is like road work. Really? Yeah. Like they sh- they film her like it's crazy, but uh, it's funny. Watch. Both of these bottles, I need the labels taken off. I'm going to take my own hand soap, you know, body wash, sheets. I might even bring some vinegar. Debbie insisted on flying first class to be able to make this trip to Los Angeles for the Dr. Phil show. Debbie would need to fly on leather because the cloth seats would have too many allergens. Hate when that happens. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, the worst. That's why I always upgrade to first class. Yeah, where I'm like, I have to eat this caviar. You yeah. know what I, mean? I hate when that happens. Yeah, it's champagne, it's alcohol. Yeah, it I'm have like, any look, allergens. If I'm not in a Bentley, then the <laughs> leather seats in other cars burn my legs. Yeah, it's, man. It sucks, man. It's Bentley-specific leather. <sighs> man, such a struggle. She's definitely not just being a fucking asshole. That's not at for all. Sure. Not at all. Just yeah. finding ways to make it, like, right. that guy pay more. Right, exactly. The room's fine. The room's great. There's no big, fluffy comforters. This is a very simple room. So... No, I'm fine. That is a I nice hotel home. room. You take that back. Yeah, it's <laughs> decent. I don't know if I'd even categorize it. It's a La Quinta or whatever. Yeah, La Quinta. Oh, okay. Is that how it's pronounced, really? Yeah, La, La Quinta. Quinta. I'm, I'm a, La Quinta? I took, I took some Spanish classes. <laughs> La San Joaquinta? <laughs> <laughs> 
with us coming on the Dr. Phil show is that he can get her the help she needs. No, he can't. <laughs> yeah, no. She's, and this is, I mean, he does. He does. He oh, can, he does? He actually does? Uh, well, they don't actually do it in the episode, but you'll see. It's, it's very specific. Dr. Phil gets to the bottom of it, and there is something causing all this. And he always does. <laughs> uh, this next clip is called Man Describes Wipes, Wipes, uh, Wife's Obsessive Behaviors That He Says Are Destroying Their Marriage. Let's take a look at some of the behaviors according to the two of you. Uh, she feels like the air conditioning and heating uh, pollutes the air and hurts her head, so she's taped up all the vents, right? Right. All right. Uh, the car battery hurts her head because it... Okay, so Dr. Phil's <laughs> on stage with Debbie, uh, Debbie's husband, uh, Kelly, and then their son, Dustin. Hilarious. Hilarious that this lady who claims she's allergic to everything named her kid Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Also, I love how you cut Dr. Phil off, and he's like, she says the car battery hurts her head because she attaches the electrodes to it. <laughs> really? Is that what he said? I didn't listen. No, he didn't. Oh, okay. I, I just thought it was funny that you cut him off. No, I wanted to I wanted to go back because we have a Dr. Phil big board oh, sighting. List. Yeah, it's a whole big board, uh, and it's got a little, like a... Almost like a Facebook profile picture of Debbie up in yeah, the she looks corner. like someone. It's it looks like a picture of her, but someone like uh, five seconds before they took the picture, someone like shook her a bunch. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Rob Zombie doing drag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she's got a bunch of shit that she's allergic to. Doctor Phil runs through it, but it's like TV remote, paper towels, and food stored in plastic bags. It's like what the fuck is wrong with That's this? That's everything. Person? Yeah, but like even if you were allergic to shit, you wouldn't act like this. Are you allergic to anything? Like personally? I'm, yeah, I have a lot of seasonal allergies. And then uh like actual this is great podcast talk. Like what are what <laughs> well, are No, I'm your, just curious. I'm just curious. What's your blood pressure? No, but seriously, <laughs> like uh I'm allergic to, uh the last time I got like checked is when I was a little kid, so I should probably ask my doctor about doing another test, but uh the Sillin family I'm allergic to penicillin and amoxicillin. Really? Yeah. So, um, like, if some, like, every time I get, ironically, the last time it happened was I had an ear infection. <laughs> uh, I'm not even joking. Uh, I had an ear infection. I go to the doctor, and they're like, "Well, here's the thing: you're allergic to these these antibiotics that we would sub- prescribe for you." So, uh, they were like, "See if it goes away in like three days, and if not, come back because I don't want to give you." Uh, the next step of antibiotics because you know you can build up antibodies to the antibiotics. Yeah. Um, and so he was like, I don't really want to just throw these around willy nilly. Huh. But yeah. But those are. And the last time I got checked was like when I was a little kid. I've, I don't think I've ever gotten checked for like allergies. Well, I got checked because I had a seizure. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That was, I, that was coming from a they, place like, of privilege. I, <laughs> I had like a really bad fever, and then I had a seizure, and then they were like, "Oh, we'll give him some amoxicillin," and then I had an <laughs> allergic reaction to that. So. A cat once scratched me, and I thought I was allergic. I'm not allergic to anything. I don't even have regular allergies. Oh, buddy. This is like, this should be the first thing on your Tinder profile. <laughs> no allergies. Not a single one. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> um, enough about me and Benton. Back to the clip. <laughs> Sorry. Right. right. All right. Uh, the car battery hurts her head because it contains radio waves. Now, she didn't invent that belief. I mean, there there are a lot of people that believe radio waves That's and correct. that sort of thing. Absolutely. Um, TV remote, paper towels, food stored in plastic bags. 
her belief is that phone, laptop, computer transmits radio waves, so she wanted to do with that. Correct. Won't touch money, debit card, uh, purse in plastic bags. That's that kind of sounds like an ad for Apple Pay. <laughs> <laughs> They're like PayPal us then. Okay, these are all pros. <laughs> Correct. Okay, the stores. She stores clean clothes in plastic bags. Doctor right Phil thought that that read as like. She goes to stores for the clean clothes in plastic bags. <laughs> Do you hear him? He was like, stores. Oh, wait. Now I get it. Listen. Yeah. Clothes in plastic bags. Okay. The stores. She stores clean clothes <laughs> oh, in yeah, plastic Oh, yeah, yeah. Now I get it. Right. After it gets washed and goes through the dryer, it immediately comes out of the dryer and goes in a plastic bag. And, and it puts it in a big plastic Plastic bag is container. stored in a container outside, so okay. it's protected. And she keeps cutlery and plates in the fridge. She does, some. Okay. Washes clothes daily, cleans trash bags, bins, utensils, soaks dishes in the swimming pool, rinses them off there, refuses to cook. She makes you strip and shower before entering the house. Refuses. Not right after work. Okay? okay. But if I go fishing or if I've uh, been outside or if I've been next door to okay. his house, then I'm taking off my clothes. They go into a garbage bag. Then I walk inside. How how demasculating must that be to know that your wife is making you get naked and not going to have sex with you? <laughs> like, no chance that she's like, you know what? He's looking good today. <laughs> like, also, it's like, what is it like being those neighbors? They're like, five o'clock. It's a show. <laughs> Dude, it's his son. Oh, it's his son? His son lives next door. Yeah, oh, that's... Wow. He was like, yeah, my son doesn't even come over. Wow. Yeah. I mean, even grosser. <laughs> <laughs> Take a shower. All right. Refuses to have sex. There's no spontaneity, certainly. Yeah. You have to have a clean sheet laid out. You have to have uh, just got out of the shower. You've got to be perfect. Then we could do something. Well, okay. that kind of kills the mood. But, yeah. so. right. so you- He's like, hey, yeah, it's real funny. I'm miserable. <laughs> it's like, it is my weird. marriage is on the line here. I like that your audience is laughing about that. Dr. From my penis hasn't been touched in six months. <laughs> it is weird how like the rest of that list, he's like, yep, 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 yep. yep. <laughs> oh, I'm not getting laid? Fuck her. Like- <laughs> yeah. He's all, yep, totally get it, totally get it. Okay, I hope she dies. <laughs> He used to pee in a cup. She sleeps on the couch. No holiday decorations because that brings in... He used to pee in a cup. Wait one fucking second. Hold on. We cannot gloss over that. <laughs> What's the logic? I mean, unless she was going to drink it. What's the logic? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, come on, Benton. Uh, Benton. Sh- Benton. What? Stop mocking me. Yeah, no, I'm not. I, I encourage your sexual deviance. Uh, it's not deviance. See, this is, that's not encouraging. It's true. I'm not Parker. I'm not willing to do yeah, that. Yeah, if Parker was here, he'd ask me what it tastes like. Oh, joke. Well, what does it? I don't I've know. never actually drank pee. That's I want that on the record. And allergens. Uh, only flies first class because <laughs> coach is dirty. Well, the first class was because of the leather seat. She Cloth seats like this they, are an issue. I am literally out of ideas. Okay. I mean, how many other doctors can I see from the neurologist? To well, let me be real clear. You're not seeing one right now, technically. <laughs> I need to say that from our legal team. They want me to clarify. You're technically not seeing a doctor right now. <laughs> so I'm running out of ideas. I can't fuck my coworkers. I can't fuck the people that live close to me. <laughs> Everybody that we've been to, I'm out of money. This is the sweetest, nicest person you'd ever want to meet. She's a doll. She's an absolute doll. But <laughs> um, we're going to watch some videos later on that counterpoint that. She's not very nice at all. <laughs> okay, cool. I didn't expect it. I don't know what else to do. 
Whoa. Like, yeah. Wow, that crying. And the audible awe from the audience, too. Wow, that, that crying was super fast. Yeah. Like, almost instantaneous. Well, you can hear when he breaks. Listen. It's hilarious. But. Right here. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to do. My Johnson's rocking for it, Dr. Phil. I think. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Very seriously. <laughs> Your situation, I've, I've studied it in great depth, I've <laughs> consulted experts, um, and I do think we can help you. It would be wonderful. Beautiful moment. I Beautiful would love moment. it if the whole the rest of the episode is just Dr. Phil trying to get him laid. <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, they're not allergens on his balls, right? You can <laughs> suck those. <laughs> I mean, that's... Now, there's no allergen cause if he just jerks off onto your lower back. <laughs> yeah. There's no breeze or wind from semen. <laughs> uh, the next clip, a woman who claims she's allergic to almost everything describes her daily life. This is where it kind of gets like, oh, yeah, maybe she does have some shit going on. I have bad reactions to allergens. They're in your furniture, they're on your skin, your hair. My clothes, dirty ones, I keep them in here. This door is mine, and that door is his. Anything that he has all over his person, allergens accumulate on the door itself. I live in survival mode on a daily basis. Okay, fucking pump the brakes. You're not in fucking... Mm. Kuwait, you <laughs> fucking asshole. You don't live in survival. Even the pictures they showed, that if that was her at her worst, she survived. Yeah. And also, people in Kuwait aren't like, oh, these allergens from these IEDs. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it. She's not in survival mode at all. Yeah. Ex- it's, it's, stupid, it's stupid logic for her to say that. I get such a reaction when it blows my legs off every morning. Jeez, Benton, so dark. I, listen, you I've know re- this show is I've lighthearted. Re- We've re- never made a dark I've joke. I've rebranded myself. I'm no longer a clean comic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're trying to get away from the Mulaney stigma. I got you. Uh, oh, I don't fuck you. <laughs> open these cabinets. See that? They don't close all the way. She's pushing on the cabinets to show that there's some gap in between <laughs> and saying that that must cause allergies. A lot of air constantly gets in there. Kelly and I have arguments about any of the different things that I may be doing. My husband and I sleep separately. You're going in my bedroom? You've never <laughs> been in here once today. Okay, but that you know how much that bothers I'll take me. off my sweater, okay? We don't turn on I the feel heat. so bad. Like... I'm gonna bet. I bet a lot of money they got married young, before these problems developed. It's possible they have an older child. They have an old. Yeah, they have. An they older don't look child. that old. Maybe sixty. They look kind of. I don't. Yeah, they look like they got married. I think earlier in life, and that's why I don't know. That's I, that's one of my strong beliefs. Is like don't find like don't settle down to like thirty because you don't know you don't know all the kinks and problems that might appear in someone till then. Yeah. That's funny too, because like that just shows the difference between us. Is like you said the word kinks, and I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and then you're like, <laughs> you're like, you don't know what kinks you'd like, and I'm all, yeah, yeah, tell him, Benton. And then you're like, and problems in a relationship. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> go back, go back. Yeah. <laughs> during the winter, because that's one of the things that bothers me is the recycled air. When it's cold, I sleep here because in my bedroom there's carpet. And when you use these in there, any bits of allergens gets magnified. When my husband 
That's also not how allergens work. I'll not say that. I don't know if that for sure, but they don't get magnified. Yeah, listen, I'm only a UC Davis undergrad. Oh, but I don't know about a little brag. Wait, you mentioned it earlier. I know, but it's fair now game you're now. doing it. No, it's fair you're game now. It. Go ahead. What were you saying? Mr. Uh, Smarty I'd, Pants? Oh, I just don't think that's that. She's, she's bullshitting. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Eat something very greasy. I will take the plate and silverware outside to the pool, do a quick rinse on them, then I'll bring them in the house and wash them again. This is my bathroom. These containers that are here have clean clothes in them. I have told my husband that if he wants to hug me, he has to take a shower. Once he comes back, he's able to touch me. This illness has put a huge wedge in the middle of us. It's ruining our marriage. It is or you are. Yeah, that's where the question starts popping up is like, ah, okay, let's say everything she's saying is 100% true. You know what? We'll do this at the end of the clip. Now, before we meet Debbie, I want to fill you in on what's been going on backstage. Here's some since cool her shit. Check this Debbie, out. Debbie, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. It's her getting out of the car. I can't let you get in it. I'm not going to get in it. Okay, so now she's going through security to get into Dr. Phil. And there's like a metal detector and the security guard's like, cool. And then she's like, her husband's carrying this ginormous fucking storage container. Yeah, that's huge. And she tells the security guard, I can't let you go through that. Okay, well, you know, it could be a bomb. This could be an elaborate terrorist uh, threat. And you're freaking... Oh, freaking. Whoa, what am I in eighth grade? Your fucking (laughs) dumb fake disease doesn't like usurp not having a fucking terrorist attack. Yeah, if I was on a plane and I saw someone getting on board with this, I'd be like, all right, time to try trains. I, I, like, think, yeah. <laughs> I think she has to ship it. Yeah, yeah. Right? You'd have to like... 100%. Or at least check it at the very least, okay. but I don't know. But like, I don't like that she has no... This is my problem with her, is I, I'm sympathetic to everything, and it will, like I said, we'll get to why I am, but there's something very arrogant about the fact that you just think that you can just tell people no no he can't touch this it's like okay you have to understand that people still have a job to do and yeah. you don't you're not an exception to the rule because you think you're allergic to everything yeah i just can't do you want to open that for me then oh, okay sure i mean well I you didn't open the other one no i just opened why did i just, I just stop so you did. I looked okay, at that. I just like to know that. that. Just like that. Didn't touch anything inside. Okay. okay. It's, it's not good that anybody else touched it. Okay. It, it's not good that anybody else touched it. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's his fucking job to keep this. This isn't just Dr. Phil's basement that they filmed this in. It's a fucking TV studio. Yeah. It's a soundstage. Like, there's other shit going on here. Exactly. Also, if someone's like nice enough to have you on the program, like why would you? Yeah. Like why would you be so difficult at the entry? Because she's a fucking asshole. Like that's why I was saying like when the husband's like she's the nicest person. No, she's not. She's a fucking dick. Yeah, it's like All people right. that like I think we were talking about this a few days ago. Like people that blame everything on other things. Like like they have that mentality of like they displace themselves from like any bit of being an asshole. And she's like probably oh, yeah. using this disorder of being like, oh, well, I'm suffering from a great thing. Because like assholes don't think they're bad people. They think they're coming from a moral place all the time. Right. Yeah. It's my favorite saying is if you leave your house and uh, everyone you meet or it, if you leave your house and you meet an asshole, 
you most likely just met an asshole. If you leave your house and everyone you meet is an asshole, you're probably the asshole. Yeah. And this, that's what this lady is, is like, nothing's ever good enough. Nobody's ever doing enough to keep her safe. It's like, you're the asshole. So we're going to go to the right. Perfect. Now they're taking her to her dressing room. Okay, so I'm doing my own hair and makeup. Oh, no, nobody's, yeah. I'm going to have her either. I'm going to, I was going to have her just kind of check once it was done. Is there anything else you need right now? There is something my husband, like, let my husband or whatever come in and just open these for me. I was going to have you take the lids off. I like how she's commanding, like, get my husband in here so he can open the box for me. It'd be funny if when he walked past her, she just slapped him on the back of the head. Like, <laughs> like he's, he's a child to her. It's fucked up. Yeah, perfect. Here's what I think makes us funny. Is we would never do this. No, not at I, all. I, 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 don't, I don't have a fucking bone in my body that would not be able to not mock this lady. Yeah. yeah, I would be like, you're stupid. No, I'm not doing that. Like, yeah, exactly. You're well, going to have to divorce me because I'm not going to live my entire life doing this shit for you. Yeah, self-awareness is the birth of humor, I think. Like, yeah. Well, now we're getting into comedy theory. Yeah, uh, let's keep it to Dr. Phil. Take my class. Okay? <laughs> Hi, Debbie. It's Lauren. I heard you were cold, so I brought you a radiant heater. Oh. Did you want this? Okay, uh, okay so the, the assistant of the Dr. Phil show brought an entire fucking heater like a space heater for her. And listen to what she says. Um, the only thing is it's so close proximity. I guess we can try. I can always turn it off. So she's like, hey, thanks. I'm, I'm cold. Thanks for doing something special for me. But it's kind of close proximity in here. Dressing room's not quite big enough. Yeah. Hey, Drew, thanks for having me on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's really yeah. a fucking thrill. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck's wrong with you, lady? You know, it's fucking stupid. Hi. Hi. I'm Annette from the Dr. Phil um, hair department. Uh-huh. And I want to know, do you need any help with your hair or any pointers? Yeah. Or anything? Um, I have a question for makeup. Hi. Hi. I'm, I'm Alan. Makeup I'm makeup, yes. Oh, okay. Well, if you'll, yeah. I'm not going to, yeah, shake your hands if you don't mind. I know Lise has some sparkle, and I thought, uh-huh. if it's going to catch the light too much, sparkle it's going to make my... Sparkle is a problem for television. Okay. Yeah, I would, I would go So go with the mat. Yeah. So what yeah. I have is not too much. It's, okay. Also, the, the, the makeup guy, he's a... He's a a middle-aged white guy, and he also uh, supports my theory is that Doctor Phil likes to have people with male pattern baldness working around them. Yep, yeah, that's I, what it surrounds. A yourself. lot of times when the show is staff, they all have male pattern baldness. It's yeah. very funny. When then they all walk out in the parking lot, there's just car crashes. Yeah, <laughs> they, they every single like Wednesday they go home and their wife shaves it in their head. She's <laughs> like, "How long are you going to do this, John?" He's like, "It's my favorite job I've ever had, Deborah." Okay. <laughs> If I don't do it, he's going to get angry. <laughs> but you had Look, such- I shouldn't have done it when I started. If I didn't do it when I started, I wouldn't have to keep up this ruse. But now it's just weird if I have hair on top of my head. <laughs> I only married you for the hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. Very good. Hi, Debbie. Hi. I'm Sharon. Hi. I'm here to mic you real quick. Oh, mic me. They told me that... Okay, so I can't have a mic on me. Oh, okay. I don't know... Yeah, I would love to be on TV. Also, I would not like to be miked or be touched by anyone else in hair and makeup. Okay, well, then don't be on TV. I cannot. I can't have a mic on me. I say a lot of racist <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah, I saw that HBO documentary where the guy confesses to the murder. I'm not going to fall for that you shit, pulling, okay? You're not pulling an OJ on me. <laughs> How I'll react to it? I can set up a mic on a stand for you. Okay, so that you would be... Hold yes, It'll it would be, be right better for me. She's like, yeah, that's better for crowd work. <laughs> Hi, Debbie. It's time to go. All right. Follow me. Yeah, so that's the end of the clip. Uh, Also pretty hilarious that 
this uh this clip must have been because Doctor Phil's like, I want you to take a look at it. So they must not be playing this stuff for the studio audience because the last thing we see in that clip is her being walked to the stage. So Doctor Phil wouldn't be able to have shown that to the audience. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of Terminator timeline. It's pretty funny. Uh, all right, let's get into the the fifth clip. What a Dr. Phil investigation finds at a home of a woman who claims she's allergic to almost everything. Hilarious. Hilarious. I've never seen Dr. Phil do this. He sends a crew out to her house to test <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's like it goes straight to them. He's like, there's lots of ghosts here. <laughs> yeah. Also, guy's bald. Worth pointing out. Oh, what? There's so many. And this yeah, guy's a and, young bald, too. Yeah, he's a young bald. But, dude, what a sweet gig for this guy. He was just like, yeah, I dropped out of uh, high school, went to trade school, dropped out of trade school, went back to trade school, <laughs> got a degree in uh, testing for mold, and now I have a TV credit. <laughs> My name is Kerry Gilcrease. I'm a project manager for Mold Inspection Sciences. We're going to inspect Debbie's home from top to bottom. We're going to check around the perimeter for exterior water. All right, now he's doing like this uh, Ty Pennington Extreme Makeover Home Edition tour where he's like, okay, so she really says she hates mold. So what we're going to do is we're going to get rid of all the mold. <laughs> intrusion issues. We've got some spacing from the house. You can see you've got some clear areas here where water could work its way in. We have some vegetation or plants growing up along the walls. You can get moisture intrusion issues from these plants. We've got a little bit of mold-like growth on some of the shower tiles. As you can see from the light, these materials are in fact wet. Okay, so if you're not following, what he's basically saying right now is like, yeah, there's a lot of mold in this house. Yeah, like it, it also looks like like it it cut to the shower and it's like that's gross. Like I wouldn't have that. Like my yeah, shower doesn't look it's, like that. It's an old house. Yeah, it's so. And they get to it, but just keep in mind that like yeah, there's a lot of mold. Here. What we have here is an impact meter. It checks for molds, any airborne particulates. It tests for allergens, pet dander, skin cells. We have a little mold-like substance back here. Swab the building materials. We are all finished. We've got our indoor air samples as well as our swab samples. Once we get these results back from the lab, I love. We'll be able he to has like a he has like a plastic bag just full of mold samples. He's like worst Halloween ever. <laughs> <laughs> also, he's great. He's really good on camera. Yeah, he's no, like, he's he's like hitting all of his lines really good. He's like, this is your big moment, Greg. This is it. This is where we get famous. <laughs> <laughs> they always said, oh, a mold TV show on TLC is not going to work. No, <laughs> it would work great. Project. I mean, if there's project. any allergens in the air that could be causing Debbie some issues or possibly even some toxic mold. They came back with some very interesting and significant findings. For example, in the kitchen, they have found 26,000 spores per cubic meter. Uh, and this is of aspergillus and the penicillin, 32 times higher than the outside levels. And the kitchen swab sample shows high levels of toxigenic mold there's mold present in the kitchen, and that is catomium that's been detected. In your bedroom, there's 2.5 uh, thousand spores per cubic. It is pretty funny like what Dr. Phil will explain to the audience and what he won't. He's like, bipolar disease is when people get a little bit funny sometimes <laughs> during the day. 
Now, all this mold, and then he just starts dropping ketomium. Yeah, I don't blame you for calling me a nerd earlier. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's s- boring as shit, dude. Yeah. I'm yawning. It's like, dude, get get to what it means. Yeah, call her, call her, by, call her a crazy idiot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's where's Dr. Charles Sophie in the Turnabout Ranch? <laughs> of the aspergillus and the penicillin. And in your bedroom, the toxigenic mold present is 1,825 spores per cubic meter. 140 times higher than outside. Now, you moved in six... (laughs) She just goes, oh my God. Uh, Pretty funny, too, that the highest number is the bedroom that she thinks is completely safe. Years ago. Do you think the husband was like, hey, could you guys test how many allergens are on my penis and then put it on the board? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Someone someone swab my dick right now. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Can we get that guy? He has good stage presence. Get him over here (laughs) around my penis. Check. Yeah. And while he's down there, if he wants to tug it, just a couple yeah. times, I'm not going to say no. This has happened to you four years ago. Why you and not you? You're there more than he is. Yeah. What happens is when catomium, aspergillus, and penicillium are in the air and they're being breathed in at this level... It changes the neurotransmitters in your brain. That changes the way your brain connects and transmits from one part to the other. If you mix that with various medications, then you begin to see very bizarre behavior. So... <laughs> and now she's crying. Yeah, she's crying. I would love it if the guy was like, like not wanting to have sex with your partner, and Doctor was like, no, that's not part of it. <laughs> no, no, no. Sex drives actually increased yeah, when we when we look at the studies. They actually want to fuck more. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. They call it, they almost turn into uh, lemmings. <laughs> <laughs> if you have the mold spores, and then on top of that, you put in medications, you're all of a sudden, you're crossing wires up and thinking up in a really bizarre fashion. So, Dr. Phil goes, uh, let's test your house for allergens. Oh, wait, actually, it's mold. Oh, wait, when you combine it with your medicines, it makes you crazy. Yeah. Like, that is such a fucking funny roundabout way of telling someone they're wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're, you're, we tested for what you thought it was. It turns out it's true, but it's also that you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, you're what we call on this show a triple threat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get to the next clip. Uh, this is This is the best part of the whole episode, is that... Dr. Phil couldn't just let this be about this lady's crazy allergies. Oh, she had to be like, your dog murdered someone. Yeah, he had to, he had to go out and go, now we get it that, you know, you're allergic to stuff. Also, does anyone in your family hate you because of it? Because that's where we (laughs) like to exploit people. The next clip is called Woman Claims Mother-in-Law Thrives Off Power of Manipulating (laughs) Her Husband and Son. Debbie is out of control because of my father-in-law, Kelly, and my husband, Dustin. Dustin and Kelly have both been enabling her. They don't say no. They don't put their foot down. This is just the end result of everything that they've been doing. And trust me, she knows how to manipulate both of them. Okay, dyeing your hair red seems to be a trend in this town. 
Yeah, wow. Very yes. weird. Debbie definitely thrives off that power. Debbie does treat Kelly like a bank. She always needs something. Her hair and her nails and her clothes and her shoes and endless amounts of medication. Jeez. No way. Yeah, they oh showed her medicine gosh. cabinet. It's crazy. Wow, that is... Whoa. Yeah. That, that's, that's a problem. Right, yeah. I mean, that's a... a drug addict's heaven right there. Yeah, that is a cocktail. And keep in mind, she's been on, what do you say, oxycodone for a year or whatever? Wow. She's like the properties manager for Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Way for Kelly to live. He's he's basically a caretaker. He doesn't have a wife. He has a patient. I do believe that this is a cry for attention. Debbie has always been obsessed with how she looks. Debbie has always worn very tight clothing. Everything's exaggerated. The eyeshadow, the lashes, the hairs. She almost looks like a drag queen. Okay, this is more than the allergy things now. <laughs> the <Yeah>. daughter-in-law <laughs> just like, she's fucking ugly, right guys? Debbie is definitely like a spoiled child. If she doesn't get her way, she'll throw a temper tantrum. That's the only thing I asked was that closet. We didn't go in there. I really hope that Debbie listens to Dr. Phil. But I think he might have met his match with this one. You think a lot of this is psychological? I think a lot of it is psychological. Um, that this is something that she's doing for a payoff, for attention. There's definitely the benefit of, an, of attention. I don't doubt that she has some type of allergy, but everybody in Texas has allergies. Well, hold on one second. I don't think that's the state motto. <laughs> you don't just say it so casually in front of me, okay? I just don't know how it got to this extreme. The the physical manifestations, I feel like she's doing that to herself. I mean, obviously she was on steroids for the longest time. That causes all that swelling. Um, the hydrocodone. Um, hydrocodone. That's she, what she keeps on. things in bags of water and then puts them on her body. You can't have things sitting in water getting stagnant and then put it on your body and not expect to put bacteria on yourself. So I think a lot of that has something to do with it too. Mm -hmm. and I don't I don't do that, Dr. Phil. <laughs> wow. You don't do what? I don't do that. What she was saying about putting things in bags of water and I don't do there's things that I just don't yeah. I don't do anymore that you keep like things like credit cards in water, right? I do have my um, my card that I do keep it in, in between in a jar of water. You believe that if you kept that credit card in your purse or your billfold or in a drawer, that it would collect enough toxins, allergens, whatever is in the air that it would be significant enough that it would change your pain level? It would, it's like for our trip. I put my ID, I bought a little wallet, I put my ID in, in, in it, and I've been using it for the trip. Short periods of time, I can do that, but we're talking about, you know, days, months, years. I, none of this makes even, like, I can't even follow the logic on no, it. No, I can't even. It's, it's like, what, what are you talking about? Like, you just, it, it's, my biggest problem with most Dr. Phil guests is that they tend to like have like these specific rules that pertain to everything except for when the stuff happens that they're questioned about. Exactly. It's like you can't, I know that we're talking about the logic of somebody who needs help. I know that, but it's, it's worth mentioning that she always just is like, 
When it's always when Doctor Phil's like, yeah, but what about this one time? And they're like, yeah, but that one time that was very specifically different than this. It sucks. It's like a, it's like watching a six year old trying to explain why they should change the rules to a board game. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like yeah, because one time I didn't have a good time. It's yeah, like, exactly. It's like yeah. well, you know, I didn't pass go, so I had to go. Like I get a special jail. Like no. Yeah. Have you ever played Monopoly? That's no, no. <laughs> as a kid, like kids. Uh, <laughs> of things just sitting. What I'm trying to do is is see where your thresholds are because you like keep your credit card in <laughs> water. Like, I would you, also like to see where the thresholds yeah. are. Yeah, I haven't seen a threshold in years, right, guys? Audience, no. <laughs> make some noise. <laughs> he's like finger gunning girls yeah. in the crowd. Yeah, he's just. They show the husband. He's just off camera winking, like, trying to set stuff up. Keep cutlery in Ziploc bags in the refrigerator. No. No, the cutlery's in the, will stay in the dishwasher. Yeah, it's in the dishwasher. But she'll put other items in Ziploc bags in the dishwasher to keep them out of the way. No, it's my, well, it's my dirty clothes, what they're talking about. I put my, I have some dirty clothes that I keep. She's like, no, 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 putting dishes in the dishwasher? Are you fucking crazy? No, it's my dirty, it's my dirty clothes that are in there. She's like trying to justify it. Stupid. In there. In other words, to put all my dirty clothes in a hamper would not work because of, opening up and ex- being exposed to 20 different items as opposed to keeping them somewhat separate. If you can keep it airtight, you will. Right? Well, yeah. That's why she won't have sex with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks like, the husband looks like Sean Spicer. You remember that guy? Oh, interesting. I was thinking, God damn it. He looks like an actor that I can't think of. Yeah, but he does have a Sean Spicer look. He looks like a little bit like... um. The guy from Sideways, opposite Paul oh. Giamatti, uh, Hayden Thomas Church. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. does. Have, he looks, looks like a little bit guy. like him. I mean, sure. I mean, that's if your, I can, that's make your it. choice. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, does any of this seem illogical to you? Well, I, I mean, of course, of course, uh, I can understand <laughs> how anybody would think it was uh, doesn't sound correct or crazy. Well, or, I'm just asking you: it, Does it seem illogical so, to you? Some some things yes, and that some it, things no. It's always what I want from a straightforward answer is them stumbling over the first sentence. Yeah, I'd also like yeah, I'd like to know what stuff she's like. Yeah, you know, some of it doesn't make any sense. I know it's crazy, but some of it does. Like uh like me um not being able to move a sheet from the couch because that's <laughs> like what do you think is logical? Uh we're actually into the last clip. Uh fair warning, this one kind of ends abruptly. There's not really a, a payoff at the end. It's kind of, you know, one of those Dr. Phil episodes where he just like, yeah, you know, just cut the crazy shit up and we won't tell him how it ends. Uh, this one's called You Don't Have Allergies, Dr. Phil says to guest who claims she's allergic to everything. You believe yourself to be quite ill. I mean, yes. I mean, I don't have cancer. I don't have, I'm in my terminal. But yes, I seriously have something seriously wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's wrong to the extent that it's, highly disruptive to your life. Absolutely. When we look at you in 2014, before this happened, mm-hmm. um, you really look different. You were, <laughs> you look. Dr. Phil's like, how do I try to have sex with her? She's clearly in need. Look vibrant <laughs> and happy and alive. Right. And you, you didn't look at all depressed. You didn't look ill. Mm-hmm. And now you're having these problems that, that we've been talking about and that we've seen the tape about and that you're having to do a lot of uh, pretty ritualistic behaviors yes. 
in order it's, to be I, able to... She does look a lot better. She looks a lot better mm-hmm. back then, but they also chose weird pictures. Yeah. Like, the before picture, the before pictures, they chose, like, a bikini shot of her, and then the after is, like, a camera, like, three inches from her face. Yeah, and with the swollen face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like if they, like, took a picture of you, like, right before you're about to go somewhere... And then, like, right after you wake up out of a three-hour nap, yeah. they're like, look how different. You must have something wrong. It's like, oh, <laughs> no. You just look bad. Yeah. Function. Yes. There are inconsistencies yes. within those. Tell me how you reconcile those with yourself. Uh, like, for example, you don't like bleach, but yet there's chlorine in a pool, and you're okay with that. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Dr. Phil. <laughs> Well, this He's is all fucking dunked on her. <laughs> well, you could go and pet the dogs yes, that have been outside in that. the grass with dander and, and sure. grass and all of that. <laughs> the dog gets more action yeah. than the husband. Yeah, Dr. Phil's all, you'll pet the dogs, you'll touch all them, but you won't even jerk off your husband anymore? <laughs> I mean, where's the romance? He just oh. looks at the husband, woof, woof. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should start rolling around in the grass. Maybe she'll get on that dick. <laughs> Let his Doing dogs something out. Something like that. For a short period of time, I'm mm-hmm. on, you know, I take Allegra D, I'm on a lot of allergy medications. Okay, but you answer. don't have allergies. You were Ooh. tested for everything that you could be tested for, and okay. it came back negative. So, so a few, I mean, all my adult life, I was allergic to two pages of stuff, everything under the sun. Oh, so you've always been annoying. All right. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> and I also, I'm going to make a bet uh, right now. This woman loves vaccines. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Yeah. She's. I, do you, wait. Do you really think that? Not or, at all. I was <laughs> going to say, yeah, you're being sarcastic, right? There's yeah. no way. Also, if you're someone who's like, I'm allergic to gluten, it's very possible you are. But just know that this is how you sound to the rest of us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, like, you might be, but this is what you seem like to And us. you look like this, too. Yeah, most of the time, yeah. <laughs> allergy shots for it. And, and then I was good for about a year and a half. And this started. So you just think this is not right? I, I, I think it's not showing a correct picture. <laughs> so that's fair. That's an actually like a fair thing at the end, what she says there. Like, I, I kind of agree with her is that how is all of that mold, uh, being found in your house? But Dr. Phil doesn't mention any of the actual physical side effects or like physical causes or symptoms it might have. You know, like when he was like, yeah, all of this mold in your house and all that's happening is your brain's getting messed up because of the mix with your chemical or your drugs. It's like, no, maybe there's, Maybe there's some validity to the idea that it's causing physical problems for her. I'm not saying it's causing the swelling, but like, you know, like people who have mold infestations, like black mold specifically, have like respiratory issues. Yeah, but which also- if you're if you think you're allergic to shit, you could definitely conflate those two ideas of like, or you know, draw a false parallel that okay, the mold is causing the respiratory things, but also I'm just going to chalk it up to allergens. Like, that's very possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's also, she's also just, I think she's just habitualized her own idea of, like, a struggle she has. Definitely. And I think that that is. Well, yeah, there's definitely an attention part to it, too. And that's where the the daughter-in-law is definitely right. Is like, yeah, a lot of it's psychological. A lot of it is she likes being the center of attention. Yeah, absolutely. You can tell by her hair and her makeup and all that that she doesn't mind having the spotlight on her. So, that's also part of it. Like yeah. I said, kind of disappointing that there's no like 
big payoff or anything like her yeah, com- having a coming know. to Jesus moment. But I sympathize with her because when I was like, I don't talk about this often, but when I was like five uh, from like up till six years old, I had like really bad like OCD. Like I would cry if like a kid touched me. Yeah, yeah, you like just about that. absolutely like. I would be decimated. And it, I think part of it was an attention thing as a six-year-old, as, like, someone that, like, I don't know. I It, it was just a... Th- I remember so vividly, like, I would run through the hallways just dodging people because, mm. like, other kids would try and touch me to freak me out. And then uh, I'm 90% sure my parents got me hypnotized. Uh, really? Yeah. Why, why do you say that? Well, I remember therapy sessions, and I remember, like, doing a whole bunch of exercises, mm-hmm. and it's probably what this lady should do. Uh, also, what they do for kids, like child psychologists, uh, they try and like manifest. They manifest like the mental illness in a uh, in like a character. So they like made me come up with like a cartoon character that really? I, I named the Tricker, and he kind of looked like a lima bean, and he was supposed to represent my OCD. Yeah, and like the end goal was that I find power over him. And then, like, I remember one or two therapy sessions, and then there's a lot of, like, blank space. And I know I went for, like, a few months. So I'm kind of like... What the fuck? Really? Yeah, and, like, I don't know. If you hypnotize someone, should you not tell them they got hypnotized? Like... I don't know. Yeah, that's a good... Well, yeah, yeah, I just dropped drop my water bottle. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. That's an interesting... Especially with a kid. I don't think you should tell them. Yeah, probably not. But that is weird, though, that... that so that was when it all stopped? All stopped after seven. I like I ate food off the floor. Seven year old me. I like I still. And a year later, or a year earlier, you wouldn't let someone touch you. Yeah, a year earlier, Whoa. I would freak out if someone didn't like wash their hands before touching something in the house. Like, yeah, it's very weird. I OCD. I've I've kind of had shit like that too, where it's like it doesn't like control my life like that. But mm-hmm. where you're like, why am I doing this? Why do I do this? Like, I always try to like do shit when I'm driving, like with my vision. Like, I'll try to like make triangles. It's very hard to explain. That's it just sounds, the Illuminati. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very, it's very bizarre. But that's, uh, yeah. You told me about that one time that you used to like be OCD. But yeah, you it's a weird. It's a weird thing I always kind of forget about. Oh well, thanks the hypnotist for that. Yeah, my uh, my eyes have swirls in them right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Benton's just doing a, a a watch in front of my face, and I'm like, "What are you doing, man?" Uh, well, dude, thanks for filling in. I really, really ha, appreciate it. In. Oh, Doctor Filling In. Yeah, Doctor Filling. That's in. what we're gonna call the podcast: Filling In, Filling In, Filling In with hey, Benton like that. Arsha. That's nice. Um, thanks for thanks for coming in, man. Uh, Parker Parker texted me yesterday and said he wasn't gonna be here. So, uh, do you have anything going on? Do you have any um, stuff to plug? Uh, I got some dates. Um, June fourteenth, I'm at Sacramento Comedy Spot uh, for All Stars of Comedy. Uh, July 11th, I'm at the Flamingo House in Midtown. And then July 12, July 12th through 14, I'm at Laughs Unlimited hosting. And then, uh, lastly, uh, July 26th, I'm headlining at the Reno Improv. Nice. Nice. Good shit. Um, let me see here. I just had my notes. Um, I don't really have much stuff booked for June. Uh, June 22nd, our show. Uh, June 29th, sir. June 29th? Yeah, last... Or, no, you're right. Wait, is it the last or the fourth? The Facebook event says June 22nd. Is it the... It's the fourth. Okay, so you're right. June 22nd, uh, we have me and Benton show. We're doing... uh, Tonight Right Now is our new uh, late night show. Yeah, late night. Late night adjacent. Talk show type. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's it's late night without the budget is basically how I (laughs) describe it. It's really fun. And the first uh, show went over 
uh, a couple weeks ago. No no problems at all. Yeah, I thought it was, it was really, a lot of fun. It was really, so really, really fun. Come out to that. I know we're not doing a great job of selling it. We're like, yeah. it wasn't wasn't so bad. It yeah, was, exactly. We sound like the we sound like that husband describing his sex life. Yeah, we're like, you know, it's it's once in a while, uh, four times it. a year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but seriously, it was a it was such a fun show. Uh, come check it out. It's a good time. Other than that, I've got uh, July seventeenth. Uh, I'm in Merced um, doing uh, the what's the Star Club in Merced. It'll be me and Robert Amoto heading down there. Um, if you're in Mer- the Merced area, I'll be there. And then uh, July nineteenth, I'm doing a show at Comedy Spot with Amy Estes, former guest of the podcast, where we're going to be talking about mental illness. So uh, if that part of the podcast, when Parker and I kind of talk about that stuff, interests you at all. We'll be going into it uh, a lot more in depth that day. So uh, come out to any of those shows. And then follow us on social media. Uh, I'm at Drew Rapture on Twitter, at Drew Rapture's Dumb on Instagram. Uh, that's where I post most of my dates that kind of pop up. Shit, you know, when you're doing local comedy, shit kind of just comes up day of. So that's uh, a good place to follow me. Benton, where can I get you at? Uh, I'm not very good at social media. Uh, Benton Harshaw on Facebook and uh, Instagram at Bad Boy Benton. Bad, but that's bad uh, underscore bad underscore boy underscore Benton. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. I'm getting into Twitter. I've decided that. Oh, you're making yeah. that leap. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, Twitter looks. I wish fun. it was off a bridge. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, oh, come on, you don't have that many replacements <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Twitter's amazing. I fucking love Twitter. Yeah, I have no. I don't. I can't remember my handle though. Like, oh. uh, but and I'll probably create a new one because there's a lot of like cringy tweets from junior high. That are oh still yeah, on most there. most of my tweets from yesterday are cringy. So feel <laughs> bad. Uh, follow the the uh, the podcast social media pages uh, at Fill My Heart Pod on all social media. Uh, we're gonna change it up because Parker's not here. We're not gonna go out with Vertigo by U two. We're going to go out with No More Parties in L.A. by Kanye West because today is June 8th, Kanye West's birthday. I'm a diehard Kanye fan. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. Scary. No more parties in L.A. Please, baby, no more parties in L.A. Friday night, trying to make it into the city. Breakneck speed, pass it to see something pretty. Take it back to how I got here in the first place. Second class bitches wouldn't let me on first base.